0: It says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the what? Sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father, or Daddy, God. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. Say say it again. I'm a child of God. And if children, then heirs heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Now look at Ephesians chapter 1. I'm not going to read the whole thing today, but verses 1 through 14 are really good. But I want you to look at, uh, oh, look at verse 11. It says, In Him, now who's Him again? In Jesus or in Christ, also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of Him who works all things, according to the counsel of His will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the the praise of His glory. So we, we have an inheritance through Jesus Christ, do we not? The problem lies with this. We do not know what we have, but we should. And Dr. Hagen, I wanted this is a nice little book here. It's called Knowing What Belongs to Us. He says Christians have been blessed with an inheritance in Christ. Everything that Jesus Christ bought and paid for at Calvary belongs to the Christian now. Say now. That includes all spiritual blessings in Christ. Yet many Christians don't know that all spiritual blessings are already theirs. Instead, by prayer and believing God, they keep trying to get what already belongs to them. Oh, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me, heal me. Prosper me, prosper me, prosper me. Well, you've already been prospered. You've already been healed according to Scripture. Jesus Christ, over 2,000 years ago, bore your sin, bore my sin, bore your sicknesses and my sicknesses, amen? He redeemed us from the curse of the law. He said, Christians who are not appropriating what is theirs already by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus are missing out on their full inheritance in Christ. Not only that, but if they keep praying for what already belongs to them, they are not walking in faith. I'm going to say that again. Christians who are not appropriating what is theirs already by the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus are missing out on their full inheritance in Christ. Not only that, but if they keep praying for what already belongs to them, they're not walking in faith because they're not believing and appropriating God's provision for them. The Bible says it is impossible to please God without faith. You see in His great wisdom... Our wonderful Heavenly Father has already given the church everything He knew we would need to make us richly endowed, strong for any battle or conquest against the enemy, and victorious over every circumstance. He's already given it to us. We know this because our Father God blessed the church with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies. By blessing us with all spiritual blessing, it was God's intent and purpose to enable us to be victorious over the enemy in every circumstance. Also, the church must realize that God has blessed us, has blessed us, has blessed us past tense with all spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. All means all. Say all means all. Not not some but a few, or a few but all. What does it mean to be blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenlies? Every spiritual blessing includes everything God did for the body of Christ in Jesus's redemptive work at the cross. Everything God did in Christ belongs to the church, the body of Christ, and everything God did for us was intended to bless us and to enable us to carry out his plan on the earth. Of course, one of the best ways to find out spiritual bless- the spiritual blessings which belong to you is to go through the New Testament, find the scriptures which tell you who you are in Christ and what you possess in Christ. And we'll get to that another time. But we've got it. We have an inheritance in Christ. But we as believers, as Christians, we must learn what our inheritance is, appropriate it, and walk in it. Amen? It's it's so important. You know, these, these people that win the lotto and win millions and millions and millions of dollars, do you know what the statistics are? Most of them, they don't know what to do with it. They lose it, they waste it, and they end up with nothing. We as believers, we have a a spiritual inheritance, and we need to learn what we have, put it to good use, use it, practice it every day, amen? Now, the nature of our spiritual inheritance, look at Acts chapter 20, verse 32, Acts 20 and verse 32. Acts chapter 20 and verse 32 states, So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, say word of his grace, which is able to what? Build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. The message Bible says, now I'm turning you over to God, our marvelous God, whose gracious word can make you into what he wants you to be and give you everything you could possibly need. It's the word of his grace. In the margin of my Bible, it says, the word of his grace always builds up and releases our spiritual inheritance. So if you want to discover your spiritual inheritance, what do you need to do? You need to get into the Bible, into God's Word and find out. Now, now in the Greek, the word build you up, it's a construction word. It means to build on top of something. Say, on top of something. Now, what's the foundation, and what's the only foundation that can be laid, Timothy Scott? Christ. That's the only true foundation. But then you and I have a responsibility to build on top of that foundation. Once the foundation of Jesus Christ is laid in our lives, it's our responsibility to build on top of that foundation. Colossians 2 verse 6 says, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him, and established in the truth. You know, there's, there's a, a portion of Scripture about building, you know, your, your, your life on the right foundation. You build it on the sand, it's going to cave in. Look at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. Ephesians 2, 19. So important. But, but here, you know, we, we find out in the Word that we lay that foundation, Jesus Christ, but then you and I, once our foundation is laid, we have a responsibility to grow. Not stay the same way. But to grow and to mature, and that's our responsibility. And that's what you're learning every Sunday when you come. You're getting the Word of God to teach you how to build on that foundation of Jesus Christ. I know you're there, I'm not there yet. Ephesians, what did I tell you? Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 19. It says, Now therefore. You are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God, having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom the whole building, being fitly together, grows, say grows, into a holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. See what happens so many times, is people get born again. They receive the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, but they just stay with that one experience. The next thing is you need to get filled with the Holy Ghost. But God expects you and I as believers to continue to grow. And I have found out I've got to make, the older you get, you got to make more effort. Because you can get lazy. And I'm, I'm telling you that. You have to make more of an effort to do the things that you used to do that were easy. Now it's a little harder. It might be a little more of a struggle. But you've got to maintain. You've got to keep your mind renewed. You've got to get to church. You've got to speak to your body. say, body, you're going to church whether you feel like it or not. Oh, that went over big. Learning and appropriating our spiritual inheritance is vital for the building process and will bring us into spiritual growth and maturity. Now, it takes work. You know, this fall, I, I put on a deck. I, I had Brad look at it, and when Brad gave me the number, I mean, he did the best he could, but I I've been kind of, I'm out of that. I don't know anything about building, and when he told me how much it was, Sticker shock. And I thought, the more I thought about it, I thought I could probably do it. Then that thought left me, thank God. Then I, then I had an old boy down the street, a retired harvest store guy that used to put up those grain bins, and he, he said you can do it. So they bought me tools, got some new tools. And you know what? It took me two months. Went to Menards. We have a guest today that works at Menards. Went to Menards. I went to the other one, too. And But you know what? I got it done. But bottom line, you know what I found out? A lot of work. And I had to overcome this up here. that kept saying, you're an idiot. You're an idiot. You can't do this. You can't do it. It's too much work. The wife, get out there and do it. Get out there and do it. And you know what? I did it. But it's going to take work for you and I this year to get our nose in the book. I've had to, I have a whole different regimen now this year. And what I do, I sit down at my desk and I got a book on on healing and I go through it and I, I outline every chapter. I sit down and I write it down just to get it in me we all have areas we might struggle you got to do those things that's called work the other thing you're going to have to do once you get it you got you know once you get an inheritance you have to learn to protect it and also i'll end with the story because for years, and you know, we, I've had a relationship with, with Clayton Andrews for many, many years. When we first, In fact, we met him when we first moved here. And we had a wonderful time getting to know him, and he blessed us. He was a blessing to the church. He was a very wealthy individual. And um, he'd get around other ministers, and he'd, they'd go to him and basically have their hand out. But... These two preachers don't operate that way, as you can probably tell. And every time he'd go to me, he'd say, Mike, I've done everything for everybody else, but I've not done anything for you. What do you want me to do? I probably should have said, well, I want this, 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 and this. But I never did. I've never been a butt kisser. Never will be. That's kind of, I hope that's not too much for you today. But you know what? A couple years ago, he basically, he said, Mike, it's time for you to clean out my father's warehouse. So I started cleaning it out. And first of all, we had this agreement, you know, he'd get half and I'd get half. But before long, I realized his half was my half. And it was an inheritance. It always pays people to do things in an honorable way with integrity. And you'll end up, you might have to wait for it, but you'll be blessed in the end. But one day I was cleaning over there, and the neighbor had friends from Texas. And, man, they were rough people. They were characters. And they walked into the, the warehouse. And I've been at this so long as a preacher. I can size you up pretty good. And I thought, boy, there, there's there's some rough people. And they wanted this, and they were trying to get me to. Th- Get, basically give it to them and you know no they don't work with me <clears throat> so one day Clayton before he died he said Mike he said under that warehouse there are some timbers they're redwood timbers and I don't remember where I got them but they were huge and they're all up bless his heart Brad's let me store them up they're huge timbers and so I got down there and looked and sure enough they were there in fact Pastor Brad helped me get them out but one day I came to the warehouse, and I don't know why. It was on a Sunday morning. I, I But I had to check the warehouse a lot because why? It was my inheritance. And I was going to guard what was given me. And I go, and there's a pickup with those timbers in it. And I'm like, like this. And I knew whose truck it was. And. Somebody across the street says, Well, they had a big party last night, went in the middle of the night, and the ambulance came, and I guess somebody had a stroke. One of the the guys that was from Texas had a stroke and they're at the hospital. Well, I wasn't going to visit him. Uh-uh. I was going to get my inheritance. Sure enough, I walk into the ER and there they're sitting, those guys from Texas and the neighbor next door. And I walked right up to him, and I said, and he, was, he could have cleaned my p- plow. But you know what? It was my inheritance, and you're not going to steal it. And I looked at him, and I said, what are those timbers doing in your pickup? Wh- th- 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 Excuses. I said, unload them. Those are mine. You stole them. You have no right to them. And I did it just like that. No, I didn't pray for the guy that had a stroke. mm I wasn't there for that. I was protecting my inheritance that was given me. Yeah, I was upset. And you know what? I went back, and sure enough, he dumped all those timbers. And I said, Bradley, help me get those. and Get them to safety. But see... You've got to have the attitude with your spiritual inheritance. Bless God, healing's mine. Prosperity is mine. Living a good life here on this earth now, it's rightfully mine. Jesus paid the ultimate price, and I'm not going to settle for anything less. Is that an attitude you bet it is? But those are the ones that are going to overcome in 2019. Let's stand up this morning.